As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, good morning, good day, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Walk in Victory. We have entered into the springtime. People are getting vaccinated. The streets are opening back up. You know what happened when the streets open back up. There's a lot of shootings and crime is on an uprise. But there's also some good things. Um, we are in mindfulness mental health and I, I thought it would be robbery for me not to do a show concerning mental health and the climate of mental health issues so I brought I am bringing on a guest today um, I'm going to do a solo show next week I know I'm, I'm and I'm going to explain to you all everything that's been going on in the last few months uh, you know I'm very transparent with my audience maybe sometimes too transparent um, but I want you guys to understand what's happening in Tillman's world as we walk in victory. Welcome back to a new episode. Hit like, subscribe, share, tell everybody that you are a part of the family. Mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. So I grew up, and I know you're, you're tired of me saying I grew up in front of to my boys from 40th Street Project. I grew up in, and, and a lot of times we didn't know that we had mental health issues. We just say stuff like, he getting a check. This person getting a check, that person. Like, so we didn't identify what the check was connected to. And sometimes, because I've had close friends and families that I was connected to, that had mental health issues, but we didn't identify it as mental health issues. So we didn't know how to relate to them. 
And as an adult, I've had people in my life that had mental health issues and we didn't know how to relate to them. So we related to them as if they were acting out as opposed to needing help. There's a huge difference. People can act out, but people also need help. And there's tools and techniques that can help them. In my community, those tools and techniques was not available. So we have people that are incarcerated or have faced their demise because they, there was no help available. Today, I have Ms. Robinson, uh, one, a person that I really admire and has helped me to understand um, not just mental health, energy, and all of those other things um, as it relates to building an understanding on my show. Gretchen, how are you? I'm great. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Um, so tell before we get into it, tell us about your background. Well, I've been um, a yoga teacher for the last 20 years, a spiritual teacher and um, an energy healer for the last 14 years. Owned a yoga studio and uh, created a program for our schools here where we train educators in yoga, breath work, mindfulness, um, and then a year-long curriculum of what I call life lessons, kind of looking at ourselves first, understanding ourselves, and then turning that back around and uh, putting that back out into the world. So when you hear mental health awareness, what's the first thing that popped in your mind? <laughs> A lot, actually. Like, what does that even mean? And exactly. Like, they just. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that's such a broad spectrum phrase. And um, I, I mean, truly, don't we all have mental health issues on some level? We're all dealing with things. Um, so I think there's just different degrees of that. And um, needs to be looked at broadly and more intimately. So how would you go about doing that? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, it's not, I don't feel like it's my job to mm. um, determine somebody's mental health. You know, I have tools that will help anybody, no matter what state they are in. And it's not my job to determine that or to put that on them. Mm -hmm. um, but everybody can benefit from these tools. So how, how, how can we... I'm, I'm going to use a um, marketing phrase. How can we bottleneck and long tail mental health? Like, are there levels? Are there, um, how do you identify? How, what can we do? So let's, yeah. let's yeah. I mean, are there levels? Absolutely. 
you know, um, I volunteered, I think, you know, at a warming shelter all winter and just being there, you saw so many different levels of mental health issues. You know, we saw a lot of that's with PTSD, um, a lot of bipolar issues, um, a lot of mental health issues that have resulted from drug use. So there's a lot of different levels, a lot of different uh reasons why people have these mental health issues. There's a lot of abuse, uh, physical and sexual abuse, mental abuse. So um, there's a, a lot of different reasons and a lot of different levels of that and a lot of different um, levels of functionality within all of that. So the functionality, the levels of abuse, a lot of times people think that people, it's just people are born into a certain mindset. But you're saying we can bring the mindset onto ourselves from how we conduct our personal lives, how we conduct our... Absolutely, or the or our environments, um, how we were brought up, um, what was kind of put upon us, what we took on. Um, you know, we can't, we can't go back and change that, but we have ways to deal with it, or we can't go currently and change like our work in the schools. I'm not there to change the circumstances of anybody's life, but I'm there to give them tools to deal with the circumstances of their lives, which can then help with their with um, their mental, I'm gonna, I don't wanna say issues, but uh, where they are mentally in their own minds. Yeah, because we, we say mental issues and, and you said something earlier in the, in the show, like we all have an undercurrent, we, we all bring something to the table, I'll, I'll, I'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> we all, bring we all have things in our life that we're dealing with and yeah. much of it comes from our own minds. Yeah. And, our own thoughts and what we attach to, where we put, where we put our energy into. That's, you, you led me right into it. So let's talk about attachments and then I'm going to segue into energy. So we attach ourselves to idols, especially growing up in the Westernized culture, right? And idols sometimes let us down. How does a person recover from oh my God, this institution, oh my God, this person, oh my God, this, and it, it, it brings a stain in their mind on every institution that was like this, because that's their person, but you can't, I'm sorry, I'm getting passionate. You yeah. can't detach them from their personal experience because that's how they felt, mm -hmm. but how do you get them to understand that's how you felt, but that's not everybody in that, all men are bad. Marriage is <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think the first thing is that we all have to look at our own selves and um, what, you know, we are all co-creators in everything, whether we want to admit to that or not. We are all co-creators. So we need to really look at our own selves. What part do we play in this? What part are we perpetuating? Um, you know, because I... If I had a bad relationship with 
a guy and now I think every man is bad. Well, I'm just projecting that relationship, that person onto every every other man, every other person. Mm-hmm. And that's just not a reality, but it becomes a reality in our own mind. How do you help, how do you coach people to get over that? <laughs> well, I think as soon as we say get over it, then you attach more deeply to it. But I'm such a well, big, say that again. I think when we tell somebody to get over something or to like when we say you need to get over that or you need to let go of that, then they actually will oftentimes attach more strongly. Explain, more. Deeply. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And, and, and this is the first time I ever heard you say that. So can you explain to me, like, what is it inside of us that makes us gravitate to the thing that other people tell us we shouldn't be connected to? Well, I think several things. For one thing, there may be a lesson that we need to learn from it that we haven't learned yet. So um, it might not be time to let it go, you know, Um, and that's okay. And Sometimes it's just a stubbornness. Tell me what to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I might be guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't tell me what to do. Don't, don't, you can't, you can't, uh, yeah, you can't dictate my life. <laughs> yeah. And so then I, also, I'm okay. interviewing Gretchen Robinson um, from Kansas City, uh, life coach yoga instructor over 20 years of energy experience. This is Walking Victory. Hit like, subscribe, and share right now. Right now, don't don't wait just because you listen, because we're gonna keep bringing more stuff like this. So- Well, one other thing, Neuron, besides those other two things that we said, um, sometimes, so what is familiar to us? And- familiarity can be more comfortable than the unknown, even though whatever it is may not be good for us. It may not feel good on one hand, but there's a feeling of knowing it. It's an, it's a familiar. So I'm about to get a little deep. In levels of grief or trauma, those three levels that you just described, they rise up even stronger, right? You can, yeah. Um, if we are, if we lost a loved one or we going through a breakup or we're like, we smell the clothes, we mm-hmm. go to the gravesite, like all those things are what happens to the mind mm-hmm. and how we gravitate to those things, even if it's hurting us, mm-hmm. what happens? Well, well, what do you think happens? I think the thing is we're hurting, we're hurting anyway. You know, mm-hmm. we're hurting inside anyway. Um, and I think that even that can be dissected in so many ways. It just kind of depends on the individual and individual circumstances. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's just a feeling of we want to be loved. And then you feel like 
you're not lovable, you know, you, you haven't had a good relationship nobody can love you. You're not lovable. I'm not worthy. Could be another uh, factor. Um, so it, it, it really, it depends a lot, you know, on that circumstance, on that person. On their worldview too. What? On their worldview. Yeah, yeah. And their own, even in the view of their own selves. And that is so, that's so important, um, how we view ourselves, because that's also a filter that we look through. We look through that filter at everything outside of us. So if you are unhappy inside yourself, that's the filter that you're seeing the world through. Well, everybody, I'm going to list the cat off the bag. We are producing Miss Robinson, Gretchen Robinson, the guru, the energy coach, her podcast. Um, I'm going to be on there sometimes, but it's going to be your podcast. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> giving out these tips and advice. Um, so I'm, uh, that's going to be coming in the next few months. Um, as we segue to energy, because I want y'all now, now we're going to have our, our real like conversations that you and I debate about, right? right. So we're gonna, <laughs> let's, let's give them a sneak peek on, don't, don't, like, let's just get into it. So we coin phrases like it is what it is, or, <laughs> or, Love don't love nobody. Like we coin these phrases because of energy, right? So it is what it is in the in the in the where I come from. I mean, yo, Ray Ray got to play. It is what it is. Like nigga was doing this, and boy, excuse me, I keep using that word. He was doing this, and as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Now he don't like so it, it is what it is. Or karma or energy, like you brought on bad energy. You you connected to the wrong people. Parents, when I was growing up, would blame other students for their children. Mm -hmm. He's hanging out with him. He's a known <laughs> so <laughs> Talk about energy for a few moments with me. Like, when you say energy, mm -hmm. and now that's like a, a new catch. Energy is becoming 
like mindfulness is a new catchphrase that everybody's using. But I don't think, oh, you're giving me that bad energy. Like, like explain to us what energy is and what energy is. <laughs> well, it's very scientific, actually, because everything in existence is energy. You know, in, in even science, that all matter is energy. Well, there's matter that we can matter that we can't see so I always use the example of the wind blowing when the wind's blowing you may see like the tree moving in the wind so you see the energy of the tree and what's happening to the tree but you don't see the wind because you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist it's there right so everything in existence is energy and energy is simply a wave um with a magnitude and a frequency. So and peaks and valleys, right? Mm -hmm. and, but there's different vibrations of energy. There's different magnitudes and frequencies of energy. So, and where did that energy come from? You know, exactly. all, so that uh, um, we don't even know exactly. I mean, we can start it with our understanding of creation which, you, you know, I have my own perspective of God, but um, Lee, there was more before God, but God as we know it, when in the Bible it says, and God spoke in my perspective, that is that energy that we went out and particles went out and, mm -hmm. and that's what everything is created from. So everything is an aspect of that energy. Everything is a wave that originated from there in some way, but there's not good energy and bad energy. So okay, explain that. Yeah. So energy, first of all, that's kind of an emotion, right? Or a judgment of what is good yeah. and bad. Just that's coming it. from our own um, perception, our own arrogance, maybe. Well, probably <laughs> from our own arrogance, but it's just a wave and it has a peak and a valley. The potential is to be anywhere on that wave your potential is to be at the peak, your potential is to be at the bottom. So the, the top, we, we would um, usually, if you look at it on a graph, that top comes above that horizontal line, we call that positive, and down below, we call it negative. So if mm. you wanna term it as positive and negative, you have the ability to be anywhere in that wave at any given moment your potential is to be at the most positive, your potential is to be at the most negative, but it's all the same energy. So it's the same energy on a what we would call a bad day as a good day. Absolutely. So it's kind of where you where you're kind of existing in that wave at any given moment. And that is where will comes in because you can willingly be anywhere in that wave. But it also takes awareness, which is why the things that you do and that I do that we teach, it helps to bring awareness uh, to ourselves and to where we are in any given moment. Um, and we can make that choice to move. Now, what brings us down? What or what? Like when we say somebody has uh, bad energy, 
we're, we say that because something doesn't feel harmonious to us mm. or, and then why would it not feel harmonious to us? It may just be that our energies are just in different um, wavelengths, so to speak, not in harmony. And there's nothing wrong with that. One is not better than the other. But oftentimes it is what I call stepping into our antichrist. So it means, so that energy is all created from that light of God, right? We're all an aspect of the light of God. Mm -hmm. And um, it, we are, I say, we're God expressing. And how do you want to <laughs> express God? But we're God expressing. Yeah, so, <laughs> but why is it bad who determines that even you know but that's the thing we start stepping out of that light we step out of our own um christedness if you will and we we step out of that and the only way we see that in somebody else is because we step into our own antichrist to see their antichrist wow. does that make sense it it makes a lot of sense and and, and this is why I said bad versus good, because we label, so we label stuff as bad. Yes. We label stuff as good. Yes. And our narratives depict how we respond. So. Yes. So that. You do something to somebody you love, that's, I'm mad and, and I can do something back to you, right? Or. 9-11, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use 9-11 as the expression. We saw what happened in 9-11, the whole community of the United States of America was up at arms. This shall never happen again, like, like we had. And we were unified in that, right? But when we watch what's going on right now, in Israel, and you're like, oh, they always have beef. Because we, we can justify in our minds, that's okay. It's okay to give somebody the death penalty. He killed 20 people. Right. Oh, but it's not okay for him. The whole Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter, like, because these are all segments in our mind and we draw lines in the sand. Right. This matters to me. Right. How, how can we find harmony when our worldviews are so right. distinctive? Well, so the three antichrists are, or from my, from my perspective, I'm gonna call them sins. Yeah. The three sins are lies, addictions and insecurities and i think they're all interconnected and they're all interconnected and really it's a lack of love you know um so and when i say addictions i don't i don't it could be drugs and alcohol but i mean even mean being addicted to the news being addicted to the chaos of our lives you know, there's a lot of different ways to define so, addiction. All right. So, because that's one of the things that we, I, I never talk about. Can we be addicted to chaos? Absolutely. 
we are very addicted to chaos but we put so much energy into it also so i'm going to come back to 911 yeah. as an example what does this country do when there is a disaster we come together right and we like it it it's like it takes a disaster to bring us together and then we brag about how we come together in these disasters so we're putting so much energy into creating it in order for us to come together why wouldn't we continue to have disasters we're creating that and that's what everyone needs to understand you are constantly co-creating this world you live in you are a co-creator you're more powerful than you can imagine because what uh, energy has no boundaries a thought is energy words are energy actions are energy and it has no boundary so that energy goes all the way through infinity whatever that is and you that's what you put out that's what you are through the world, through the universe, through the galaxies, all the way through infinity. You co-create in every moment. Well, I'm putting you on the spot. So your show is going to be teaching people how to do what? <laughs> <laughs> you really are putting me on the, yes, on, on the spot because <laughs> uh, I didn't know I was doing this. <laughs> we talked about it. But... Um, you know, it, everything is very, very simple. We complicate everything so much. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's very, very simple. But I'm not saying it's easy, you know, because mm. um, we'll resist a lot. We fight a lot. Um, we don't want to put the work in, if you will. Um, but there's the, the, the tools are simple, you know. Very simple. Meditation. So you want to teach simple tools? To simple tools? <laughs> How do you apply them? What does it mean in this situation? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, so you, you'll bring on guests and you'll talk to people about Absolutely. energy. You know, we can always take what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. There's, it can, you know, Everything can be looked at from so many different perspectives. And I think perspective is such, to me, it's one of the most important things. Um, when, when that energy of God expanded out, that is also when duality or oppositions, uh, the, the law of opposition came into play. So everything has an opposition except that divine love. There's no opposition to divine love. So uh, fear is not opposite of love, of divine love. Mm-hmm. Fear is the opposite of faith, actually. Yeah. So when we have fear, we are lack faith. Look at you we- preaching this morning. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew, right? <laughs> so, uh, but, but, so everything has an opposition. Now, you can choose which side of the coin, so to speak, you're going to. You know what's funny? Because, like, you, when we first started doing business together, you would call me up, you'd be like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, eh. you're like, well, why are you saying that? Like, <laughs> you can choose to be, uh, you, like, you, 
and, and you point you pointed out, you was like, every time I call you, you never say I'm doing great. Or like it's <laughs> like you I was choosing to use negative words to describe my day. Well, you know, and it's it's okay to be truthful too, you know, but then why why is the day like that? Like what um energy you putting out to. Yeah, or what are what are you kind of attaching to, connecting to? Where are you putting your your attention? I should say. I don't want to say attach or connect to, but where are you putting your attention? Because energy flows where your where your attention goes. And the good thing is, we're never going to be like a steady line, right? Because it's also universal law that nothing can stay in balance. As soon as something starts to come into balance, it starts to make its way out. But what we're trying to do is stop these big swings and make it much more subtle. And the more the more imbalance, smoother things go, the easier things are. But we're going to have, we're going to naturally have swings, you know? Um, and that's okay. It's just how you respond to it. So if you was gonna say one thing for mental health a month, and we we know that that's a broad spectrum. Um, what would you tell somebody who's going through? Like, I think they just want to raise awareness that these issues are issues. And I like raising awareness, but what are we doing besides raising awareness? So <laughs> that is a good question, right? Yeah. Because, well, first it takes awareness, but everything takes action. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what are we all doing individually? What are we doing to help others? So I know you and I had this discussion the other day. So the first thing is, um, we, ha- we have to get out of our heads so much. We have to get out of um, the solar plexus. You know, in yoga, we call that the manipura. That's your power center. So the world is is uh, moving right now through that center. Most people are working through that power center, which can also be um, controlling. It can represent a uh, lack of self-worth. Um, but all issues to do with personal power. And this is how people are moving through the world. And that really, really relates back to insecurity. If you feel like you need to control or have power over somebody, there's something insecure about you. So first of all, we all need to go back to ourselves, look at ourselves and work on our cells um, and move from that power center or even out of our heads and bring it back to the heart Mm. and if you look at our cells that is like where these lines intersect right right at that heart center Um, and and so that would be a balance point (laughs) and anything in balance works easier and smoother but then as we come to the heart and start walking through the world from a place of love, from a place of, of the heart, things will naturally change. And I say that once you move through the heart, you will naturally show up. You will naturally help others. So the first thing is to work on yourself. Get to a good, get to that heart space within you mm. and then show up. 
which you will naturally do. So you can't, you know, sitting on top of the mountain is great. <laughs> on one hand, it's good to go, go sit on the top of the mountain sometimes and have that time to yourself and reconnect to um, a source or God or, or even just yourself. But you need to get back down off that mountain. We didn't come into this world to live on the mountain. You know, um, uh, I was at a, a program about a week ago, and um, one of the things that the presenter said was that Jesus came into this world. He was anthropos. So he came in to be an authentic human being. So what does that mean? You know, when we're a real authentic human being, we are connected to that source. We are living from the heart. We're not in judgment of people. We're not um, working from a place of arrogance. Or a place of judgment, uh, you said judgment and arrogance, but also a place of hate. Which would be judgment too. Okay. You know? And, um, and to celebrate the individual expressions that we each are of that light of God, to see each other as that light of God in human form. So, um, <laughs> but, and, and the thing was, was that, that I call him Yeshua, he had such an understanding of that. He had such a knowing of that. Um, but, it, and what did he say? Uh, you all are no different than me. And that's, yes. and then he also called us to be one as he was one. So this is what you're going to get from the show. We're going to um, bring you the best. We want, we want you to be here holistically. I'm, I'm not in the vacuum, even though I'm a preacher. I understand that everybody doesn't believe in what I believe in. And I want to bring variety to our Walk in Victory platform. Uh, I thank you for um, uh, bringing it to come on. And oh, thank you. I know we talked about this since last year. <laughs> but now, time is irrelevant. It's just a wave. <laughs> yeah, time is just a wave. We were at the bottom of the wave. Now we have the top of the wave. <laughs> so, um, so, and speaking of that wave really quickly, because I said you have the ability to be anywhere in. And so when you realize you've kind of gone down into that valley. Um, call it the sunken place. <laughs> well, then you can think of it like rungs on a ladder, right? Just walk up the rungs of the ladder so, so this is the this is the funny part about it because if you don't have the tools acceptable to you it's like I, I took a coaching class and the I had to do a lot of reading but one of the things in the in the book said there will be times in your life when you'll walk away from this teaching but the teaching is always inside of you if you read the book so the only thing that you got to go back to is the teaching. And yeah, you may have to take a slow crawl back up, but you can pull yourself back up by using these principles. If you don't have access to the principles and that, and that's why I'll, 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 I'll
Hey, hey. That's why we, we talked about what kind of programs that we want to bring to the Walking Victory platform. We want to bring programs that can that can give people one different perspectives, but principles that can help them walk. Because we always talk about endurance, but what does endurance look like? It's he that endures to the end. If you didn't go through two-minute drills in football, when two minutes come up, you don't know what to what to do. If you didn't everybody look at uh Steph Curry, but nobody look at the workout that he do. And the workout is the hardest part. So it's the journey. The journey is always what is important, not of course the destination, because it's what we are, it's it's what we're we're releasing from ourselves. It's the lessons that we're learning along the journey. It's the journey is what is so important. And we have really come to a place where we just want everything like that. And we yes. don't want to do the work. Give me a pill, show it to me on YouTube. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know? uh, take, take my fat from my belly and put it in my booty. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's the, but the gift, that's also where the gifts are, are in the journey. The journey. You know, wow. That's the gift. The Listen, walk in victory, uh, family. This is Pastor Tillman coming to you again with another episode. We're happy to introduce you all to Gretchen Robinson. Um, and not only that, uh, she's going to become a part of the Walker Victory family. And uh, what you don't get from me, you can get from her. And we've got other new episodes and new talent coming on. We're producing. And we're excited about expanding. Hit like, subscribe. You can walk any way you decide to walk, but I want you all to walk in victory. Thank you for listening. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.